You are listening to episode 94 of the Henshin Dad podcast, and today I'm going to be covering Ultraman X, which is the third of the New Generation Heroes series that I'm going to be covering for the month of June. Although Ultraman X was the final New Generation Hero season that I watched, I immediately purchased the Blu-ray upon release, then proceeded to let it sit on my shelf and barely give it a second thought. At first glance, it didn't look like it had much to offer that was like very different from the other shows that I had watched, and really, how can you approach the same like science team-style cast in a different way? Well, as it turns out, I was completely wrong, and I am super glad for it, and I really, really enjoyed Ultraman X. Hello, I'm Wes, I am the Henshin Dad, and this is going to be the episode of the New Generation June series that I'm doing that covers Ultraman X, which is an Ultraman season that apparently is a lot more popular than I thought, and I didn't really know it until I watched it for myself. So let's dig into this. So again, Ultraman X. When I first saw like what X looked like, I just I was not like particularly impressed, to be perfectly honest. It looked kind of like the same as other Ultra series that I had seen or had heard about. And I was just like, eh, I'm just not a big fan of the science team aesthetic at this point. So, you know, that was early on. But again, as I, you know, watched other seasons like uh, Ultraman Z and Ginga and Ginga S and everything, I'm like, okay, okay, I finally got to like dig into X because people are just raving about it and I don't know why. And as it turns out, it's it's a great season. I had watched the first couple episodes like separately, like many months ago, almost like years ago at this point. I think when I was like rocking my daughter to sleep and just needed something to kind of pass the time while she's like screaming her head off, like not wanting to go to bed at night. And so, you know, I put X on and it was okay for what it was. But going back to it now, after having so many of these seasons under my belt, I feel like it just significantly improved in my opinion. And in many ways, I think it's actually like in some ways better than Ultraman Z, even though I would count that as like one of my favorites. Like I feel like X might actually like beat out like on top for that. So I, I, it's it's hard to approach this, though, because my my short term, long term memory is kind of messed up. But I really enjoyed uh, Daichi's story. Like the initial storyline for him really felt super similar to Go Busters, which is that Sentai season, which is a little bit uh, controversial. I, you know, a lot of people like it. A lot of people hate it. And a lot of people thought it fell off by the end. I'm one of those people that liked it all the way through. But it definitely had like an interesting setup there where like 15 years prior, his family disappeared in this like cyber security digital disaster thing. And he's coping with that. And he's just holding on to this like Gomorrah uh, spark doll and, you know, basing his entire life about trying to figure out what his parent, what, like what happened to his parents and everything that happened like 15 years ago. And then X pops in and he's like stuck in that little... Uh, electronic device thing, communicator thing that he has and everything. And their, you know, interactions I thought were really good. And, and I just enjoyed how it was similar to GoBusters at the beginning. I also enjoyed the idea of like the monster summoning mechanic because they end up fighting these monsters and they're able to summon like cyber versions of them later that you can actually control or maybe not have to control. I was a little bit confused about that. I'm not sure they were totally consistent, like whether you have to control it or not, but I really enjoyed that. Like the Cyber Gomora, I thought was like a super, super cool suit. And in retrospect, it's really similar to what you see in Ultra in like seasons prior, like in uh, Ultra 7 or like the Mega Monster Battle, like Ultra Galaxy fight stuff that they do with that. 
where you have this guy who is able to summon these different monsters. And in Ultra 7, he's got those little capsules that allows him to, I think he even summoned Wyndham at, at the beginning of the season. But yeah, I thought that's pretty cool. You know, it's basically Pokemon. I'm like, who doesn't like Pokemon? Who doesn't like, I mean, but it's not even really like Pokemon, but it's all, it's like Digimon. It like, I have to say, like, the entire cyber aspect of it, like, you know, X is in the device and digital data being, like, super important and everything, it really gave me, like, some strong, like, Digimon vibes from Digimon Tamers. Like, even the opening and the ending feel, like, super reminiscent of the that show in particular, that season of the show in particular, and the whole show just has, like, like big Tamers vibes, and I appreciate that as a big Digimon Tamers fan, <laughs> that we can actually, like, see some other shows, like, riff on the same kind of, like, cyber digital world type setup but in a different way and it adds another layer to you know what's going on because you got like this like cyber dimension thing going on but then you also have aliens coming and everything and i don't know just adds more layers to what could otherwise be like a lackluster season and really like it, it just feels like it tackle some of the issues that even Z dealt with, but in a better way. And, you know, not to disparage Z in any way, because I really enjoy Z, and I, I think it's definitely one of my favorites. But the whole problem with them having to, like, deal with the quarantine issues and everything, and the fact that Z still doesn't have a movie because of that whole thing going on, and it feels like X is a better, like, fleshed-out show. Like, just being able to see, like, Zero early on just kind of appear... And he had already done that a little bit with Ginga as well. Well, Ginga S, I believe, and the movie therein. But this just kind of set up that like recurring, like we're just gonna take those these random Ultraman characters and we're gonna plug them into the show. And then later on, you see Ultraman Max. I guess like the actual actor for Max, and he comes into the show and he's got his episode. And then you have your what is it like a three episode long like mini movie where they meet the cast of Ginga X and I, I thought that was really cool honestly and then later on you just get like this random like Ultraman Nexus appearance and what I think those types of episodes do is that they just really like show you like the big grand like connected universe that you have here like even though you have all these different like versions of Earth and everything and they're you know, you know that's kind of hit or miss depending on your feeling on like multiverse type stuff but the fact that they have all these things going on it's like i think that's really interesting like they're all still connected in some way shape or form and these different ultras are traveling between these different earths which i thought only zero could do but i could be could be wrong i, I don't know about that but yeah I, I really appreciated that and they allow you to explore different parts of these characters like Ultraman Zero met up with the one science girl and saved her. Nexus was using the one um, commander lady as the host and everything. And Max was like a, a science. What was it? Uh, science, some, some kind of science guy that came in. And but that that was all kind of a ruse at that point. So, you know, it, it, it's complicated. But the, you got this interconnected universe. And I think this is like when they really started going like whole hog on that. I mean, other than with the Zero movies and everything, but, like, in the series themselves, the different seasons that you had, especially in the New Generation stuff, like, this is the first time you see that, and, and I like it. I will also say, you know, I, I felt like the show ended just great, and I feel like the movie is just amazing. I, I think they did such a good job on the X movie, because not only are you celebrating, like, the original Ultraman, because this was the, what, 50th anniversary? So, or, or at least close to the 50th anniversary. 
So you have like the original Ultraman appearing, you have Tiga appearing in some way, shape or form that can actually, you know, work with the actor not being available to actually do that sort of thing. And you see here's the original Ultraman, here's Tiga, here's X, and then you also have all those other like new generation characters appearing as well. So you have Victory, you have, I think even Max appears, Zero, who's not, you know, Max is a new generation hero, but I digress. But you have all these other Ultramen that like made these different uh, cameo appearances in the movie itself. And they're fighting all around the world. And I'm just like, oh, this is so cool. And the the, the last battle scene at the end was like all at night. And it's just like, I'm a sucker for night battles. If you want to get my attention, do a battle at night. Like that is cool. That's how Gene started out. So, you know, that that's how you know it's good. But I really liked that movie, and it did not drag on for me at all. I was I was transfixed from, like, the beginning. <laughs> so Ultraman X, I you know, this is a short episode, but not a lot to say about it other than it's just a really good show, and I would highly recommend it to people. Maybe not as a first show, but somewhere down the line. But, you know, I, I know a lot of people got into Ultraman through X through the fact that it was the first one simulcast in America. So who knows? Maybe I'm completely wrong. But what are your feelings about Ultraman X? Do you enjoy it or did you find it kind of eh? What are your thoughts and feelings? Let me know. You can email me or send me information, information, no, a message on Twitter with all the information at the end of the show. But yeah, that's the that's Ultraman X. So tune in next time for me to talk about a all and all a slightly controversial season, another slightly controversial season, which would be Ultraman Orb. And I will see you then. Complete. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Henshin Dad Podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate, review, subscribe, whatever it is you do on your podcast platform of choice. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you would like to contact me, you can reach me by email at henshindad at gmail.com or on Twitter at henshindad. The Henshin Dad Podcast is proud to be part of the Playwell Network, your source for intentional entertainment. Some of the other podcasts in this network include The Backlog Breakdown, which focuses on playing the best games on your backlog while not breaking the bank account on the new and shiny, The Retro Station, a show devoted to more retro and nerdy topics than you can shake a stick at, and Tales from the Rusty Speeder, an interactive actual play Star Wars RPG podcast that seeks to tell an awesome Star Wars story. Once again, thank you for listening, and until next time... Cast off.